0: Welcome to the Sisterhood of Secrets, where we explore the world of weird. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sisterhood of Secrets. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Taylor. Welcome back, (laughs) y'all. We're here again with another creepy and unexplained encounter. Oh, yes. Okay. So, oh God, I just choked him on his butt. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. (laughs) So I had a slight experience in my own home the other day and it involves my child. I think that's what makes it a little extra spoopy. Mm -hmm. So she's recently started sleeping in her crib. Right. Right. Which is in her own little room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank God. And I go in there and I have blackout curtains in her bedroom because that's just the kind of person I am. I like blackout curtains. Yeah. And, Plus, you close them up at nighttime, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's easier when she takes naps. No, Nobody cares about that. Yeah. So, um, I changed her diaper in the night. I didn't turn any lights on or anything. Mm-hmm. The reason, oh, I remember the reason I went in there is because all of my dogs were in there raising hail. Just yeah. like boofing, freaking, just letting the world know something's going on. And I usually don't like read too much in of it, into it if it's like my Border Collie's. But if Cooper, my German shepherd, gets out of the bed, that usually means something. Cause because he's, he's extremely. Watch what you say. Uh what did you say about that ham. He's lazy, Taylor. He's not lazy. If he's in the bed, he's not getting out of the bed. Well, because he... it's bedtime. It's nighttime, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing nighttime shit. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, Cooper's in there. And I'm like, what is going on? My child didn't even wake up, mm-hmm. right? So Stevie's still asleep. And I was like, whatever, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to change her diaper. And her changing table thing dresser is right in front of the window in her bedroom. And I tuck the curtains back behind it. I don't know why I do that. I just like a nice tight fit. Yeah, <laughs> well, it would look odd if they were hanging over like that would just look bad. I, I don't know. Just it's like flush against the wall except mm-hmm. for, you know, so I change her diaper, you know. Throw a couple ounces of formula down her throat. (laughs) Put her back to bed. And she goes back to sleep, no problem. And I'm like, dogs, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I lay back down and it's like 45 minutes later just to put, you know, I'm just like finally asleep. And my old man is not home. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) makes it even spookier. Mm -hmm. And the dogs go back in there and they're raising freaking hell. Again. Again. All of them. Even my fat little Lucy that I forgot to put in her cage was in there. Yeah. Raising hell. And I was like, okay, I'm on edge. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this. So I just got my kid and I put her in bed with me, which I don't like to do. And I was like, I'm done. I'm creeped out. I got everybody in the bedroom. I locked the door because that's going to keep the, the, the creepiness out. Yeah. And I went to sleep. And the next morning I go in there and my curtain, her curtains are pulled back over her changing, changing table. table. And didn't that happen the first time you went yes, in there? Yes, it did. Sorry. I'm, I'm a little frazzled. Yeah. Because so like, the first time it happened, I called Stephanie like that following morning. And I was like, I need to tell somebody. Yeah. Because I was like, this is weird. So the first time I went in there, it was back behind the thing, but I like didn't read anything into it because it was in the middle of the night. And I just like, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, I did it when I was changing her earlier and didn't realize it. But this time it was like pulled back. Like you could see outside. And I was like, okay, oh, strange. So I'm going around checking all my locks mm-hmm. on the doors and windows because I was like, I live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to check some stuff out. Mm-hmm. And all my stuff was locked. Everything was like tight knit. And like you don't have an air vent. No, I floor. don't have any air vents in the floor. We have a concrete slab. Yeah. Yeah. And the air vent in her room is like off to the side and doesn't it it could not blow that. Also, over. it blows downward whereas like it would have to blow to the side like pulled out over which is weird unless you're sleepwalking again and you're in there just like looking out my kid's window i don't know god bless i hope i'm not doing that to her He's definitely gonna put me in a home one day if that's what i'm doing (laughs) anyway that's creepy so if you uh you ever experienced something weird like this you know what's your take on it you guys think it's something spooky or taylor's just losing her mind i think i'm it's a little bit of both okay so are we gonna do another road today no, we're not. We're going to take a break from the road. We're going to uh, take a pit stop. Okay. Um, Because let's be real. You're Stephanie. done with roads? I'm not done with roads. You just want a break from all the roads? No, I, they're good stories. They're good ideas. No, thank you. You just like a good road, <laughs> which is very strange. I don't know. It really is a weird thing. I didn't even realize I was doing it. until yeah. you were like, are you doing another road? And I'm like, Hmm. interesting i, I found am. several more roads for her to cover y'all so yeah, just so stephanie's the road girl R- R- red mama and the road girl are gonna She's be roadie <laughs> i hate that <laughs> so what's our episode gonna be about today since we're not going to do a road um so this week i wanted to talk about a super famous witch so mm, we spoke about her witch. slightly before and we did um a pot about witch trials mm-hmm. And just like famous witches in general. But mm. I wanted to go into like a small exploration of Marie Laveau. I love so, her name too. I know. It's so fresh. Yeah. Like you hear Marie Laveau. Like you just have to say it like that. You know? I don't say it like that. You should. I, you I, want to. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have the right. What is that? Marie Laveau. The right stupidity behind me? Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Marie Laveau.
1: Yeah, that's what you sound like that's
0: that's perfect. You that's gotta so say it guttural, silly. <laughs> my voice is guttural. Oh my God. Anyway, so if you don't know who L- Marie Laveau is, she's a very famous. I don't want to say witch because she wasn't she a voodoo practitioner. She's a, a voodoo, voodoo queen, priestess? is what they Ooh. called her. Man, she would be a queen. But there's some controversy when it comes to, to her religious practices. Okay, so Marie Laveau. Which if you like, their original spelling is what like a, you know, the original like Creole spelling is mm-hmm. different than what if you like typed it on the internet, apparently. Right. I wanted to say that because I feel like she's been whitewashed and I don't like it. I agree. I like that. Anyway, so she was born September 10th, 1801 and died June 15th, 1881. Uh. So homegirl lived to be like 80, which in that time is a little wild to me. Yeah. So because like most folks didn't live to be that age and be like healthy and From what everything I read, she was very healthy. Up until her death. Like she died of natural causes. Yeah. So I think it makes it even more creepy. Yeah. She was just a healthy lady. Yes. Very healthy. So her early life, like historical records say that her name was Marie Catherine Laveau was born a free woman of color in New Orleans. She was born in what is known today as the French Quarter, which Mm -hmm. is like. A, A more infamous area of New Orleans. Of what? New Orleans. New Orleans there's a little bit of spit in my throat okay <laughs> all right roadie so i imagine it was a spooky thursday september 10th 1801 oh i like how you just you're setting the scene for me i'm here i'll close my eyes while you do this okay okay <laughs> at the time of her birth louisiana was still under control of the spanish colonial officials so we weren't technically they weren't a part of the union yet, so. which is crazy i forget that happened I you teach the, our youth, man. I, I don't teach history. I only teach um, thank reading God. and math. Reading and math. You teach reading? Yes. You can't even spell. You don't have to know how to spell well to be a good reader. I had this conversation with our friends the other day. It is not direct. I mean, anyway. anyway. <laughs> I just like saying that because you get on it And I spell pretty good, okay? I just question myself. I that grammar right there is terrible. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so her mother was Marguerite D. Arcanel. Mm-hmm. I might have said that incorrectly. She was also a free woman of color of African, European and Native American ancestry. So Mm -hmm. she was a healthy mix of all the beautiful people, Mm -hmm. which is also a huge mix of cultures because let's just face it. I mean, they all got like Native American ancestry is Mm -hmm. they have a, she had a very distinct, like she's got some African, she's got Native American, she's got European, lots of different types of cultures blending together to create this person that we're exploring now. So because Laveau's mother was not married at the time of her birth, her father was not identified on her uh, baptismal record. So which I that seems a little odd. Is that, I didn't think that would matter. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, she took a, his last name. So, right? yeah, that's what I'm saying. She took his last name. So, it's thought that uh, a possible candidate is Charles Laveau. Oh, okay. A white Louisiana Creole and politician. Okay, so things are kind of adding up. Here. Other historians claim that Laveau's father was a free man of color named Charles Laveau. We don't really know. There's because- there's no there's no way to actually know because he wasn't on the um, birth certificate. And they don't have any uh, surviving records. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff they do have is inconsistent because spelling is so varied. Right. So, on August 4th, 1819, she married Jacques. Jacques? Is that mm-hmm. how you would say that? Mm-hmm. Paris, a, he was a free man of color who had fled as a refugee from the um, Haitian Revolution in a former French colony. Their marriage certificate is preserved at the St. Louis Cathedral in New Orleans, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. If y'all ever want to take a peek at that, you know, when you're down there. Yeah, you can pop in and see that. It's Getting cool. some beads, looking at marriage certificates. <laughs> Woo! It's coming up, you know. I thought I already have it. I don't think so. I don't know. I would love to I don't know what do it own. is. I don't know. Um They had two daughters together. Oh, gosh, guys, I can't. It's hard for me to really. These are hard names for me. Yeah. So it looks like. Felicity. Yeah, Felicity. She was born um 1817. Uh, And they had another one, Angel, Angelie, whatever, in 1820. Both disappear from records after the 1820s. So her husband worked as a carpenter and he also died in 1820. Like they were not married for very long. Oh my goodness. He died the same year that his children were born or his last child. His last child was born. Yes. That's sad. But they had children before they even got married. So gotcha. So she was a widow, technically a widow for most of her life, although she did get her a little side piece later by the name of Christophe Dominique Dumini de Glapion, Glapion, Mm -hmm. a nobleman of French descent whom she lived with until his death in 1855. Wow. Technically, they were in a domestic partnership, but side piece is more fun for me to say. So get yours, girl. I'm here for it. Yeah, I like that for her. Also, sorry if I'm breathing a lot. Stephanie seems to have a really hard time with me breathing into the mic. We're working on it. We're working on our sound. We hope that our previous episode was better. We were getting some good feedback that it does sound better. So we're working on sound. We're new to this still. I know that we're like 50-something episodes in. But, guys, we are not professionals by any means. Also, our one-year anniversary is coming up. Oh, that's cute. We'll have to do something special. Oh, my God. I think it already passed. It did it did. <laughs> welcome to the sisterhood of secrets where we don't remember any secrets <laughs> that's why you can tell us your secrets <laughs> okay anyway we're gonna get back into miss laveau you need to get this wild shit her and her old like her little boyfriend were bumping uglies like no other they went and had 15 kids 15 me? 15 children She had two daughters with her previous husband. Yeah, two previous daughters. And then she had 15 more children with this guy. Wow. It is unclear, though, if that included grandkids and kids. But still, that's like wild as fuck to me. There was 15 children involved. Yes. Although only two lived to reach adulthood. (laughs) What? I like to bring you up and shoot you down. I was at a spit take. That's awful. I know. And they were both ladies. So I like to believe they were witches as well. Mm. Um, but she also almost outlived the her two daughters that survived. What a sad, lonely... She died in 1881. And I think her oldest daughter died in 1890. Man, like sh- they they were very close. They were very, very close. So something I thought was weird and a little unsavory is Marie Laveau was known to have owned at least seven slaves. Oh, I don't know. I don't like that people own slaves in general, but I just feel like she would probably not want to own them either. Yeah, I I don't know. It seems terrible. you would assume that since she was a free, you know, African person, that she would be against that. But I don't know. I don't you know. know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> During her life, Marie Laveau was known to have attended to prisoners who were sentenced to death. Rumors circulated that some prisoners would receive poisons or other substances before going to the gallows, but this was never proven. So she would visit these people and bring them things. Yes. So a reporter from the New Orleans Republican detailed one such visit in an article published on like May 14th, 1871, uh, where he describes Marie Laveau as a devout and acceptable member of the Catholic communion. So... She attended a Catholic church. She was providing last rites you would say air quotes she was just like you know like helping them out doing things like saying like hey you know you should probably find lord you know the lord yeah. i don't i don't know if catholic people do that that's what baptists do I don't yeah know. so following her death her daughter Phil- philamine confirmed during an interview with a reporter from another media outlet that only Catholic traditions would take place during these visits, and that her mother would also prepare the men's last meal and pray with them. Seems like a nice lady. No, I don't believe this. But the thought of her just bringing in some potions, like, here, take this right before you go so you don't have to suffer, I mean, that's also, I kind of, I kind of okay with that too, you know? Are you, though? What if they're, like, rapists? I don't think that Marie's going to be hanging out with those kind of folks, though. Well, it didn't say the kind, I mean, If you're going, if you're sentenced to death back then, it could have been for like, you know, stealing a loaf of bread. Exactly. So Marie Laveau also sought pardons or like, um. They stay their sentence. Like a, a stay of sentence. Mm -hmm. For those she favored and was also very, she was like successful in her effort. effort. So she really liked you. She was like going to get your ass out. So she had a lot of pull in the community. Yeah, that's what i was saying. Which is kind of strange. An unmarried widow who's shacking up with a guy, which is, it's very different of the the time period. This is what this is not. This is not what history was about, right? If she, if she were a man, different, right? Different situation. This makes sense, but as a free woman of color that mm-hmm. is unmarried mm-hmm. and a possible witch, right? And then also she's performing Catholic rites when she's not a priest, and I mean she is. That's her religion that she claims, but typically, you know, just like I wouldn't go to a prison and be like here. I ain't going over them. I don't know. It's, that's that's different. That's weird. It's very strange. So she was known to care for the sick in her community during the yellow fever, fever epidemic in 1878 by providing herbal remedies and prayers for the afflicted. Her Just other kind. community activities included visiting prisoners, providing lessons to the women of the community, and doing rituals for those in need without charge. Interesting. Interesting. So now we're going to talk about her technical career. Okay. Again. This is all hearsay and her family denied it that was still alive technically. Right. Marie because Laveau, they said everything that happened when she visited those prisoners was on the up and up. Mainly because I don't think you can practice voodoo and be a Catholic because Understood. voodoo is a religion. Right. So I I mean I might be incorrect, but I feel like they would not that voodoo's bad because there's good in anything. Right. But like I just feel like Catholicism is so, like, strict and stern. Right. I don't feel like there'd be a lot of leeway. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like she probably kept up this, like, ruse of being a good Catholic community member to keep her standing. Right. But she came from a cultural background where using, you know, Haitian rituals was just part of their culture. Yeah. I mean, so it's a blended thing. Yeah. So Marie Laveau was a dedicated practitioner of voodoo. She was a healer, herbalist, and a businesswoman. So Laveau was also known as a prominent female religious leader and community activist. I, uh, this is wild. Like, in this time period, for a woman to have so much pull in the community is it's amazing. I think it's just unheard of because did we really keep count of, like, things that women did? No. We're left Maybe it was history. more common than we realized because Maybe history so. has just never really been in a woman's corner. That's true. Technically. So, Laveau started a beauty parlor where she was a hairdresser for the wealthier families in New Orleans. She excelled at obtaining inside information on her wealthy patrons at the beauty parlor by Mm -hmm. listening to ladies gossiping, or from their servants whom she either, like, paid or cured of mysterious ailments. Interesting. So... (sighs) So I totally get she's getting a lot of tea. I'm just going to say it. I talk a lot of shit at my hairdresser. Yeah, everybody does. I mean, I don't say nothing bad about nobody I ain't talking shit about humans. I'm just talking shit about my life. Stuff just comes out. Yeah. For some reason, when you're at the hairdresser, it's like, I don't know this girl from Adam. But it's just, she's asking me questions and it's like I'm in an interview. And if I stop speaking, something's going to happen. Does everyone do that, you think? I don't know. Or is it just like the crazy yeah i don't it's know the so crazy yeah anyway and then what if these mysterious ailments what if she's poisoning folks that's what i was thinking and then giving them the cure yeah she was like oh you don't feel good your belly hurts mm. you should take this it'll feel better but you gotta you know let me know what's going on some in this household yeah it's for free but if you'll give me a little information it'd be greatly appreciated yeah we mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm Really, I'm just giving you arsenic in slow amounts. Mm-hmm. I'm still on her side right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm Except not, for the enslavement. I'm not here for that. Yeah. But come on. It's the, it was the time, and it's not okay, but that was the time. Yeah. So um, she used this information during her voodoo consultations with wealthy women of New Orleans to enhance her image as a clairvoyant. Oh, Girl is working the all. She's doing things. So she used this intel to give them, like, practical advice, too. She's like, oh, I'm hearing from the great beyond that you should probably stop seeing other people while you're married. She's I can like, feel that it's going to end badly for you. <laughs> the spirits are telling me it's syphilis. Yes, you need to see a physician, ma'am. <laughs> so she also made money by selling her clients Gris uh, Gris as charms. I don't know if I said that correctly. It's gri gri, sorry, mm-hmm. to help their wishes come true. And if you don't know what a gri gri is, it is a voodoo amulet that originated in West Africa, which is believed to protect the wearer from evil or bring them luck. And in some West African countries is used as a method of birth control. And so, we didn't have any back then, so... No. Thank you. It consists of a small like cloth bag, usually inscribed with verses from an ancestor and a ritual number of small objects worn on the person. Interesting. I've never heard of people still use these. Really? Yeah. Very cool. You can uh, buy them. Oh, have them specially made. And uh, I think you have to obviously have to go to like a voodoo shop. Yeah. We're not going to have access to that here. Mm -hmm. So in her role as a voodoo practitioner, customers often appeal to Laveau for help with family disputes health finances and like the usual run-of-the-mill problems yeah so Laveau performed her services in three main places in her own home on St. Ann Street and um, Lake Pontchartrain mm-hmm. she was the third female leader of Voodoo in New Orleans the first was Sunny Day 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 i'm so sorry it's who ruled French. for a few years before she was usurped by marie salope so when you say rule like if you're a voodoo queen you are like the high priest everybody of- answers to you so like say we're in a coven mm-hmm. you're like your head bitch okay okay so like say your he- head bitch oh, perfect example nia Okay, head bitch. Head bitch. Okay. We are the underlings. Okay. We have a question about something. We do something her bidding. And we call like, hey, Nia, so and so happened. What would you advise? And she's like, hey, turn around three times, pull your hair out and stomp on it. And we're like, cool, doing <laughs> it. Not that my grandmother's ever done this. That <laughs> not, we would admit Not it. the pulling the hair out but it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm just. I and, understand. Yeah. You know, like if you have like a question or. Say you're doing something incorrectly, mm-hmm. she was the one that determined your fate of the group, mm. whether you remained. Okay. Stuff like that. That's how I took it when I was doing research because it sounded, I was like, voodoo queen. I love that. she get a crown? I hope so. I, d- I just feel like she needed one. She's such a bad bitch. Yes, yeah, for real. So Marie Laveau maintained her authority throughout her leadership, although there was only one attempt in her reign to challenge her in 1850. But due to her strong influence uh new orleans voodoo lost a large number of adherents after her death so obviously the challenge caused some problems yeah so she she ruled with an iron fist truth and nobody wanted to go against her mm-hmm. um her daughter marie Laveau the second displayed more- oh my gosh first she named her daughter marie Laveau the second it's a uh, common oh, practice uh, okay. if you're Catholic to keep with like traditional Bible names like Marie, John, stuff like that. So her two daughters that she had with her first husband, and then the many children she had afterwards, she did have a daughter named Marie. Yeah, she named her Marie. Okay, yeah. She uh, there was she, I think she named more than one child Marie actually. Okay. So she, her daughter displayed more theatrical like shit, obviously. Mm-hmm including inviting attendees to St. John's Eve rituals on the Bayou St. John, which apparently Mm. is like a no-no. So, of Laveau's magical career, there is little that can be substantiated, (sighs) including whether or not she had a snake named Zombie after an African god, whether the occult part of her magic mixed Roman Catholic saints with African spirits and Native American spiritualism, but as we all know, the sisters believe that she was a badass voodoo queen. I believe she was. I just don't feel like, I don't know. I, if, I feel like you have to believe in voodoo, mm-hmm. which I do. I, believe I think in all that things. if you give, Whatever if you, you give have a power. belief in something, you give it power. Correct? Yeah. So if enough people believe in this, then there's power given to that. And yeah. I, I'm, and if that's part of your religion, I support you in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying i believe in this because i don't feel like you are famous mm-hmm. for this long with mm-hmm. this much information mm-hmm. and that unless, much influence yeah you ain't just like come on bitch you just like ruling the whole motherfucking town i, I don't understand like, she's like i want him out of prison and the white man's like yes bitch, yes ma'am like they right, don't right away, question her which is um i mean it's amazing i love that she was a woman in that time period of color who had so much influence and power but again it is weird, and I do like the creepy and unexplained, you know? It's very unexplained, and mm-hmm. everybody's so hush-hush about it. Yeah, her family's very close. They're like, it. oh, she was a good Catholic woman. I'm like, bitch, she's already... She's passed. Was mm-hmm. she gonna come back? Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway. Well, if they're still practicing, why would you want people involved in your business? Because... I don't know. I feel like they're trying to not have stigma around it. I understand. I get that, too. But... Because, you know, you hear all these awful things. Yeah, you do. Uh, so, Marie... Lebeau, uh, so died on <laughs> June fifteenth, eighteen eighty one, at the age of seventy nine, and her daughter Marie the second took over her practice and became the new queen. Mm-hmm. It, it's also not known whether this occurred before or after her death. Maybe she relinquished the title before her death. Or I don't think I think there's a process. Makes sense. There would probably be some sort of ceremony to take yeah, place. Yeah, I, I feel like she would have to be a part of it. Yeah. So it was probably. I like to believe it was before her death. Like she picked out her, like, mm-hmm. successor. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to believe. Maybe I watch too much Game of Thrones. I, I feel like she would be the one to do that though. Like she seems yeah. like a woman who is very much in control of her life, and she's like, "I'm getting on in years. I feel like it's time." Or, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you that don't I you think know. it's a little wild. Okay, what if she did not actually die? And Marie the Second is actually Marie Laveau original. That's she's mind. continuing to be the Voodoo queen. Yeah. She took over. Well, that's unknown if it was before or after her death because she's the same person, and that's why she refuses to say anything. Ooh, I like this. I like this train of thought. Yeah, this is yeah. creepy. Yeah, because I mean, what if she did? I mean, there there is you know, I just lots want power that. in their in their religion, and maybe she. Found a way to cheat it. Cheat death. Yeah. If a voodoo queen can, I mean, come on. Anybody can. (laughs) (laughs) If Marie Laveau can, I can do it. I can do this. Laveau's name and her history have been surrounded by legend and lore, obviously. Truth. She is generally believed to have been buried in plot 347, the Galapian family crypt in St. Louis. Cemetery number one. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, That's in New Orleans, but this has been disputed by a man named Robert Talent, a journalist who used her as a character in his historical novels. Okay. He probably did a lot of background research on her before he used a person like that in his book. So tourists continue to visit and some draw X marks in accordance with a decades old tradition that if people wanted Laveau to grant them a wish, they had to draw three X's on her tomb, turn around three times, knock on the tomb, yell out their wish, and if it was granted... Come back, circle their ex, and leave Laveau an offering. And people still do this today. But that might even, not. she might not even be buried there. So they might just be like knocking on the shit. Well, if your theory tracks, she's not in there. I don't think she's in there. And why would you just bury her? Maybe she has a special place. Like she is. If she did die, I would like to believe that her voodoo community mm-hmm. buried her in a better place than their cemeteries not that they're bad but yeah. i just feel like you know more spiritually yes yeah that's what i believe mm-hmm. so in 1982 uh, a new jersey-based punk rock group called the misfits what <laughs> were arrested and accused of attempting to exhume miss Laveau from her grave after a local concert are you serious did to- you think i was just talking about the misfits <laughs> yeah i was like where where's this headed <laughs> i'm telling you her grave so the arrest took place in nearby cemetery number two conflicting accounts of the incident. I thought it was cool and weird, but just because like, it's so the fence. So they didn't, they weren't able to access. The no, they were caught. Man. So since then, they've had a number of vandalism incidents over the years. So as of March 1st, 2015, there is no longer public access to St. Louis Cemetery number one. Entry with a tour guide is required because of continued vandalism and the destruction of tombs. Mm, I'm not here for that. Oh, that's a bad either. juju right there. So, this change was made by Archdiocese oh. of New Orleans to protect the tombs. So, they weren't just vandalizing Marie's supposed resting place. It was hey, her everybody. whole family. Anything that said Laveau, they were messing with it. So, although some references to Marie Laveau in popular culture refer to her as a witch, mm-hmm. she's also been called a voodoo priestess, and she is frequently described as a voodoo queen. I mean, which I feel like is too weak a word for her. Like, she's a queen. She's just... I just feel like if I keep praising her, that she's going to come in my dreams. Mm, Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. So Mm. at the time of her death, New York Times, the Daily States, and other news sources described her as a woman of great beauty, intellect, and charisma, who was also pious, charitable, and a skilled herbal healer. I mean... They paint a beautiful picture of a very powerful woman feeding in to the freaking, what is happening? I don't know. Why is the New York Times talking about this? I don't know. Why is New York concerned with the New Orleans affairs? I don't know. I'm so glad no one can see what I'm doing because I'm directing (laughs) fucking planes. She's landing them in, guys. But like, I love it. But it doesn't track with history that she would be so widely and, and not be a woman like the president's wife, or a politician's wife, or like, I don't know. They're- it is it is extremely strange that she was an unmarried woman of color who had so much pull in the community and was seen as a leader, but uh, was also from a the, Queen. Ca- the Catholic side and the Voodoo side. Doesn't like, make any sense. She must have been making big moves. That's all I'm saying. Like, I want to know what the, the hell she was finding out she had control that's what it was It's because these women these little bitties were running their freaking mouth up getting their hair hair did Mm -hmm. Mm. i don't know and maybe she really was healing folks and she was very talented i'd Mm. like to believe i mean herbal medicine is a huge thing yeah so this is what i think is also cool there are no well-known paintings of her she never sat for a painting so we don't actually know what she looked like what so this adds even more to her mystery and she could even be her daughter this is giving me the creeps i got the creeps you got the creeps good there's no paintings girl of knew her. none she was she, very affluent in the community and, and she never had, had no, a painting that was like everybody had a painting of so themselves. they they have one painting that somebody claims is marie Laveau,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: her family's like that's not her okay i'm triggered i'm I triggered i don't is my theory tracking it's getting more it's more substantiated. Yes. we're going into the theory levels okay anyway. So Marie Laveau has such a cool and somewhat creepy reputation, obviously. We're sitting yeah. here contemplating whether this bitch is still alive. Right. right. So she has inspired numerous artists from screenwriters to mu- musicians. And I don't know if you remember this. Mm. Nia used to play this song for us all the time. It was Marie Laveau. Is this what you've been singing for like a week? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember this song? I know the song you've been singing around the house for like a week. I don't live here. On the phone when I see you when you're talking because to your it's daughter. a catchy hit and I don't want to sing it on here because I feel like it yeah. disparages her slightly yeah but so lots of there's stuff has lots been... of blues blues music mm-hmm. obviously but it's New Orleans let's be real there's so many good songs there's country music there's like all kinds of stuff with her have with her being mentioned in there she's Which does... inspired a lot is it inspiring. Or she's still working it, man. I don't know. Dude. I'd like to think that she's working the system. This so like, hard. Ageless queen is just this living down black in black. Yeah, living just, in the bayou. Just like still has her hand in everything. And yeah. Just like just living like, out her best life. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So it's hard to imagine a human not knowing who she is. Right. Right. Obviously she won't let nobody forget her truth laveau has such a presence in our lives today and it's wild to think that she died 143 years ago and it's still a hot topic yeah i'm interested right now like i i want to find out more i wish we had more information about her well they're so tight-lipped i know so I know. she has like said thousands of songs written about her she was even a character on american horror story coven right which is present day television like we are watching that right now yeah like this is wild this is what I'm guys i'm telling you I know I like to I love conspiracies yes. and I'm starting a conspiracy Marie Laveau never died <laughs> never died you heard it first here guys we think Marie Laveau is still red. Mamba reporting from the scene Marie Laveau never fucking died she is still here oh, God, she is living her best life she's got her hand in a cauldron her hand in the freaking holy water she's just spreading her freaking I love it I ideas. love this I hope it's I mean I would love to see I would love for her family members let me rephrase this for one of them to come forward and just share some history about their family. Because w- in your family, there's always stories and yeah. things that you pass down from generation to generation. And I'd love to hear what they have to say about her. Like personal experiences speaking don't with her. I think they will ever say anything. I know. They probably won't. Have. I mean, it's 143 years later. Nothing's happening. If, is it out of respect? Right. Which or I get. I get. For her, obviously for her family and mm-hmm. for her practices. Mm-hmm. And just like... She was probably a, she's probably a very like large pillar in their family. Truth. You know, mm-hmm. she started a legacy. Right. Unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, or are they keeping such a hush hush because homegirl still be walking the streets? Mm. How creepy. How creepy. And what, and what, who do you think she was before this? Was she actually born in 1801? Mm-hmm. Or did she just take over another body? Get out of here. I'm mind-fucking you right now. Yes. I'm in there. I'm mind-fucking you Your we- Weasley. <laughs> Get your tentacles out of here. Oh, wow. This is a good episode. I like this. I love witches. Yeah, I also love Marie Laveau. Yeah. So, guys, if you have any interesting facts we might have left out that you think that we'd be eager to hear, share it with us. We'd love to hear it. Oh, also, I wanted to give a shout-out to mm-hmm. my friend Heather. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the pod topic. I'm looking into it currently. Love I that. just remember that. Sorry. Yeah. Woo! Love a shout out. So we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram account, sisterhood underscore of underscore secrets and our Facebook page, sisterhood of secrets. If you would like to share any of your spooky or unexplained encounters, email us at sisterhoodsecrets1 at gmail. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye for real.